0: Good afternoon, everyone, or whenever you do get a chance to hear this message. I just wanted to share something really quick, if it's quick. But um, earlier today, I saw out the window, you know, people came and they were cutting down the grass. And I was just reminded of how... God, how God wants and is doing those same things for us, for those who are striving to go forward in the Lord, for those who are committed to Christ, God is doing his rounds he is purifying and sanctifying and washing and that's going to forever that's going to be a continual process until we meet the lord face to face the cutting down of the grass it is important to do so because there are things that come creatures animals that comes and they they hide insects bugs <laughs> reptiles They will hide in the grass, and if the grass is really tall, depending on how small or big that creature is, you you won't be able to see it. And for the most part, they do a pretty good job blending in because their skin... You know, they can camouflage. They can blend into their environment. So it's important for the people to come out here to cut down the grass. It's important for, you know, weeds to be taken out if you are planting a garden. And just like. How we like to maintain, you know, things that we do on a regular basis. We like to maintain brushing our teeth. You know, we like to maintain the clothes that we have access to. We we wash them. Um, you do your hair. You, If you have a car, you like to keep up with it. Whatever thing you have that you like to take care of, even if it's washing the dishes in the kitchen, cleaning the bathroom, sweeping, mopping, whatever it is, we know the importance of, or we appreciate when things are kept well-kept, when they are kept clean, when they are kept so that we can enjoy the beauty of everything being in its place. And, And that's the same with the Lord. The Lord wants to get rid of evil desires, evil behavior, bad perspectives, bad personalities. The Lord wants to get rid of the different things in life, bad things that are hiding within our body, bad things that are hiding within this flesh. God wants to get rid of the creatures of anger and lust and pride. And he wants to get rid of the creatures of entitlement, independence, because he he wants us to lean on him He wants us to be one with Him, being in tune with Him. God wants us to get rid of the evil creatures of perversion, depression, fears, anxieties, many different things. So if a person is not yet saved, then you can't effectively, you cannot effectively get rid of those things. If a person is not committed to Jesus Christ, then he does not have access to you so that he can help you. And the reason why I say he does not have access to you is because you have to be willing. You have to be an open vessel for him to pour into you, for him to cleanse you, for him to wash you. But if you're holding your door shut, if you're not allowing him to come in, then you're just blocking him out. You're not allowing him. So, for a person who is in the world, how they maintain their grasp temporarily, they rely on fights. They rely on parties. They rely on drugs and alcohol. They rely on therapists. They rely on lies. They rely on stealing. They rely on bad examples, bad counsel, bad friendships, bad relationships. They rely on gossip. They rely on There, there is a lot. There is a lot. They rely on Netflix. They rely on video games. So. God, he doesn't want the problem to be a temporary fix or a temporary solution. God, he wants, whenever he do things, whenever things are being done for us, he wants us to be, he wants us to be whole and he do want it to be permanent and he wants it to be good because the things that people are finding to Incorporate without Christ in it, it's doing more damage than it is doing good. It's doing more harm. We were built to get a program tra- check by our Maker. We were we were created to get updates by our creator as a cell phone it gets software updates we were created forgot to do that with us he supplies what we need and we we receive of it and it brings us great joy and pleasure so god wants to be able to access us. He wants to be able to cut our grass. And then there's are some areas where the grass is not even being cut. You just you just see that man, this is the place where no one walks. And for the most part, that's most people. You can see that they have clear and obvious problems. You can see that they're going through so much and it's obvious. And you can see that they don't need help because they don't get it and they don't ask for it. So which grass are we going to be? And are you going to allow Jesus to cut it down? When most people are having a difficulty in their life, or when most people are having challenges on top of challenges, on top of challenges that they have to face, you will even hear some people compare their toil. Their adversary to the man named Job, who is in the Word of God. And for most people, for some, for most people, they have heard about this story, which is a real event that took place in history. This man, Job, was very great. He was very wealthy. He was very rich. He had seven male sons and he had three daughters. In his substance, was 7,000 sheep and 3,000 camels and 500 yoke of oxen and 500 donkeys. So this, the the word of God says that this man was the greatest of all the men of the East. So Job, Job was considered to be one of the most revered people, one of the most honored people. If we, if we were to keep reading when Job was actually describing his life, he was explaining how people responded to him whenever he came around. He was explaining how people will want to be quiet how people will want to wait for what words he was to say the the words that came out of his mouth how they how they were waiting for him to speak so that they can hear of his counsel and his wisdom and his understanding so job was very great and honored among many people and so As we keep reading in chapter one, where in verse six, where the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, Satan also came among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro in the earth and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth God and eschewed evil? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Does Job fear God for naught? Hast not thou made an hedge about him and about his house and about all that he has on every side? Thou hast blessed the work of his hands, and his substance is increased in the land. But put forth thine hand now, and touch all that he has, and he will curse you to your face. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he has is in your power. Only upon himself put not forth thine hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. So it is possible... And God does. Once, When he delights in someone, when a person chooses to follow after the Lord in righteousness and holiness, God can exalt that person, and he does exalt that person. He lifts that person up, and he makes that person known. Onto other men, he make that person known. Onto the angels, he make that person known. To his father, he makes that person known to the the evil, unclean spirits. So God, basically, because, you know, most of the world is in rebellion against God. God took this time to hey, this person, Job, ha- have you even considered him? Because I know that you, you're up here, you know, walking back and forth, doing destruction, you, you're lying, you're stealing, you're killing, you're, you're doing all these different things to the world and for the most part the wicked people love what you're doing because they're you're you're controlling their lives and God took this time to put Job out there. Hey, have you considered my servant Job? He is a righteous man. Basically, he he's righteous. And so satan answered and he said the only reason why job is this rich the only reason why job is righteous before you is because you have protected him you protected his house you protected his riches you protected everything that he has and so that's why he has so much that he have right now and but Satan answered God and he said, but if you put forth your hands against Job, then Job is going to curse you to your face. So to fast forward the story, Job was tried, Job was tried, Um, all of his kids, they died, they died, everything that he had, it was destroyed, his substance it was all gone. The stature that he had, the, the name, the great name that he had, people started to despise him. People started to disrespect him. Even his wife at one point was just telling him to curse God and die. Um, And so Job, his health was affected. He had boils all over his body because after, after his children and after his sheep and everything else, all the other animals he had was taken away from him. Satan went back to God and he was asking God, Hey, you know, he's a healthy man, even though you took everything away from him. I mean his condition is still good. What about if I touch him? And God basically told him, You can you can do that, but just don't kill Job. Don't kill him. Don't take his life. So that shows you that God is in control of everything. He he has to allow for things to happen. Things can't happen and they don't happen without God's knowledge. Now, one may ask, why is it like that? Well, after sin came into the world and it messed everything up, This world, it has a curse on it. It has a curse on it. So bad things are happening because of sin, because of rebellion, because of the decisions that people are making to give a short answer for that question. So because things are cursed, things are going to be bad. The world is bad, even though it may bring pleasure. I, I'm not saying that, you know, if you eat an apple or if you eat different fruits or if you decide to put on, you know, shoes that the Lord I'm not saying that the apple that you're eating is cursed, so you don't need to eat it. No, I'm saying that because of man's rebellion, because man decided to disobey in the beginning after God gave them specific instructions, Now there has been a curse released in all of the earth. So if someone is not okay with God, if they're not in alignment with God, a person can eat something and they can be affected. They can get in their vehicle, go somewhere, and they can get into a car accident. I'm not saying it doesn't happen to people who believe in God, but I am saying that when you serve God, there is more of a protection. When you serve God, God, even though the world is cursed, God protects you from those curses. And even if somebody do, do get cursed because of an act of disobedience or Even if they do get sick because maybe the Lord wanted to allow it so that he can be glorified in them, then that's his doing. But to continue, Job, he went through a lot. We, you know, reading his story... None of us would ever raise our hands to volunteer to say, can we have the life that Job had? Can can we go through everything that Job went through? None of us would raise our hand for that because if you are reading his his story, the words that he was speaking, even whenever his three friends came to try to talk to him and comfort him, he, you can tell that Job was very hurt. He was very bitter. And he even said it himself. He was very confused as far as why these bad things were happening to him. He didn't understand. He believed that he was a righteous man. He was helping the 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 widow and the poor people and the fatherless. He was a father to the poor, and that's what he was saying as he was in his distress. He didn't understand why God was abandoning him. He expressed that God, like he's crying out to God, but God is not even answering. He is, he was doing right things, but Bad things are happening to him, and he was even explaining how the the bad people how they are prospering, that that they don't have to go through the stuff that he went through. They don't have to go through what the righteous people who believe in God went through. He, Job was basically saying that the wicked people they don't have they don't they they have life easier because of what he see of of what he. Saw like the prosperity of the wicked. So that is a different topic. But Job. You know, he he had friends. He had three friends who joined him. And for the first couple of days. They came and they sat with him and they were quiet because they saw his despair and his grief and they saw everything that happened. So they were quiet. They were quiet. They sat with him seven days and seven nights and they did not speak not a word to him because they saw that his grief was very great. So after this, after Job started to express his sorrow and after Job started to wish that he was never born and he started to wish that he was dead, his friends, they basically started to say stuff in their own wisdom, in their own mind. They started to give Job counsel and the counsel that they were given Job, it was based off of what Job was saying, yes. But it was also based off of what they saw Job was experiencing. And because they saw that Job lost everything, they basically were telling Job that, listen, you, you are a bad person. You're a bad person because if you were not a bad person, none of this stuff would be happening to you. You are blaming God. You are telling God that he is not right and that God doesn't know what he's doing. But God knows what he's doing. And He's this is all happening to you, Job, because you've done bad things. You've done bad things. You were not helpful. You were not there for people. You were not there for the fatherless, the widow, the poor. You were not You must have raped, you must have stole, you must have done this. So they were basically giving Job that counsel, all three of them, um, in their respective places. And so Job was basically telling them, you know, Job was very displeased with the words of what his friends were saying towards him. Job was asking them questions like pretty much like do you guys think that what you're saying is wise Is it's actually is better if you guys just don't even open your mouth and don't say anything so Job was grieved by the words of his friends and fast forwarding at the end of all of this, because of what Job and his friends were saying oh, at the end, God, God did speak. God spoke and God was saying things. Like, were you there? Were you there in the beginning whenever I created everything? Were you there when I stopped the seas, stopped the waters? When, were you there whenever I made all of this possible? So God, he... Question Job, he spoke to Job. He asked him a lot of questions. And so that's something I wanted to draw out. Was that many times we can misunderstand our situations? We don't feel like we need to go through anything. We don't feel like nothing bad should happen. And for the people who believe that they bad things are happening and they are, it shouldn't be happening, if a person is not serving Jesus Christ, then... It should happen. It should happen because there is a curse on the world. It should happen because you're not faithful to the one who created you and the one who created everything around you. So God wants us to understand that he is in full control. Even if we don't know it, even if we don't see it, even if we don't understand it. These questions that that God was asking Job, it, it showed you that he was in control of everything. And so... Hmm. God was asking Job. You know. Hast thou commanded the morning since thy days and caused the day spring to know its place? Whereupon are the foundations thereof fastened? Or who... Lay the cornerstone thereof? Or who shut up the sea with doors when it break forth, as if it had issued out of the womb? Um. Knowest thou the ordinances of heaven? Can you set the dominion thereof in the earth? Can you lift up your voice to the clouds that the abundance of waters may cover you? Can you send lightnings that they may go and say unto you, here we are. Who has put wisdom in the inward parts or who has given him understanding in the heart to the heart? And a few of the questions that God asks. God is going to demand an answer from each person. He's going to demand an answer from each person. Now or later, whenever we meet the Lord, even before we meet him, he's, he's going to demand an answer. And God doesn't have to explain himself in anything. He he doesn't have to give account of his matters. And that's what one of the last people who spoke to Job, not among his three friends, but he was with them. Elihu, the youngest one of the other three that spoke, that grieved Job. He basically had some wisdom in what he was saying in that God doesn't have to tell you, he doesn't have to give any account of his matters, he doesn't have to tell anybody what he's doing, because he's just in all of his ways. Most, for the most part, bad things are happening because people are choosing to do wrong things. They are choosing to do bad things, so bad things are happening. And if bad things are happening as a result of somebody being faithful to Jesus, then it's only going to be temporary because at the end of the story of Job, Job was restored everything back onto him two times more than what he had. His substance, it was restored back onto him and he had Seven sons and three daughters again he 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 had that, and so everything was restored back onto job his God even made the friends who grieved him so much to basically sacrifice go bring the sacrifice onto job and go go ask job to pray for them. Go ask Job for forgiveness because God was telling Eliphaz to tell the other two friends that Job had that what they were saying, it was not right. It was inconsistent. It didn't glorify God. It didn't make God happy because they did not speak the right thing to Job. So if a person is righteous, God is going to restore and he's going to add more onto than what you had. And for a righteous person, God wants us to keep in mind that everything is working out for our good. And if a person is unfaithful to God, then you should not expect anything good from god and if god does give you anything good it's because you need to repent god wants us to be faithful even in job's adversity he did not curse god he he could have he could have i mean he was asking god to Why is God allowing him to suffer? And he could have just opened up the grave for him and he could have just died. But Job, you know, he still pushed forward. He still, he still, you know, he still held on. Though he was very sad and bitter, he was able to, Not give up, and (laughs) so we can't compare our lives to Job. Each person, God, God knows He has every person's story is different is different and in our own way in, in in our own story we are going to overcome things people have to overcome things so that they can get to be where Jesus is So if you are an unfaithful person and you are comparing your situation to Job, the best thing to do is to ask God for forgiveness. um, Acknowledge that God is, is in control over everything and ask God to help you to learn to walk in the ways that he's calling one to walk. But for the faithful, God wants you to keep going. And though it may be adverse, things are going to get better. Just hold on.